You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Chris Domino, we ran into him in Lipstick City. He was out uh, doing the Spence fight. It was good to see him and Mr. Cellini uh, doing their show on the road for the fights. I know they've done that uh, before. I think he had done the Pacquiao Thurman fight. We, we didn't, I didn't see him there that week uh, when I was there. You saw him. I didn't see him. But it was good to see you in uh, L.A. there, Chris. And we got a hell of a fight, too, Scott. It was great, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And that atmosphere, I had no idea what to expect. I'd never been in that building for anything. And not only did they pack it out, but it, it, was, it was a fight crowd. Like, there were certain nights that just kind of weren't to be seen. It was a real fight crowd that night. It was great. Uh, I've been there for fights. I was there for uh, Wilder Fury, and, uh-huh. um, you know, I've been there for everything. Uh, hockey, Stanley Cup finals, uh, NBA, Laker games. It's 20 years old, that building, but it was raucous there that night. And uh, how about how Spence, you know, that was a great fight. He knocked him out in the 11th and then uh, won it in a, a split decision. But now uh, my buddy, Bud Crawford, is uh, calling him out today saying that he's uh, wearing panties and that he's afraid to sign the contract because he's afraid of him. Who do you like in a Crawford-Spence fight? I, I really like Crawford. I, I like the idea that he's firing the first shot. Uh, you know, boxing needs more. We see it all the time. Why do we root for anything? We need a white hat, black hat, pick a side. You're either rooting for somebody or you're rooting against somebody. So if this guy decides at the end of the day, i got to be the one to start it and i got to start getting lippy. Perfect. And look, there's nothing better than boxing. You know, baseball talk is nonsense. Mostly football talk is nonsense. If you start talking to boxing, uh, you, you got to take it. I mean, you got to stand in the middle of the ring or somebody's going to find you in a corner. And if somebody's really hacked off about it, they really get to fire blows. It's, it's not like all these other sports where you get to hide behind things. And boxing, if you decide that you're going to get a little mouthy, uh, there's an opportunity for somebody to shut you up pretty quick. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Chris Domino with us from the Fan in Atlanta. All right, so uh, Fultonavich against, um, you know, uh, who's he facing? Uh, who is yeah, he? Flaherty. Oh, Flaherty. Yeah, Flaherty's favored at a minus a buck ten in that game tomorrow. And then I just, you know, there's something, two things. One, the Cardinals never uh, lose in playoff series. As you know, they've won 11 world championships, whatever it is. And then uh, the Braves have had their fair share of problems. But uh, I have to tell you, for some reason, I, you know, despite I, Goldschmidt and Azuna, I think that the, the real bats are on the Braves. Like, they, I mean, these guys, Albies and Acuna, are so dangerous and Freeman. I mean, that lineup with their bats, like, how can they not get this done tomorrow? I mean, honest to God. Yeah, so here's the number. The Braves haven't won a postseason series in 18 years. 26 other teams have won at least a wild card game, if not a full-blown series. That's how long it's been for Atlanta. And, by the way, St. Louis has won 15 times over that 18-year stretch. So if you're going by recent history, and I don't like to, you know, I'm not going to kill the son for the sin of the father. As Brian Snicker keeps saying, this team lost last year. That's the only one they're responsible for. And it was a better Dodger team last year. They were happy to be here. It was sort of like, hey, we get to go to the party. This year they had the velvet rope move. They got a real raised letter invitation. They earned their right to this one. Here's the problem. Flaherty, obviously, the .91 ERA in the second half, third or fourth best in the history of the game. He was that good, but they beat him once. Fulton Avich was phenomenal in his last start. I mean, this is a guy who goes down to the minor leagues, not because he was physically off, because he was mentally off when he's come back up and pitched really well. Really? Yeah, the middle of the lineup, 
for the Braves has just been atrocious, though. It's been Freeman, Marquecas, Donaldson, and uh, Brian McCann all hitting below 200, and Freddie Freeman was really unrecognizable in Game 4. You know, it's one thing to have an 0 for 5. It's one thing, you know, three punch-outs. That's happened to even the best in baseball. But it was just the way he looked. Uh, Ronald Acuna had four hits in that game and didn't score one run. The problem for St. Louis has been the top of the lineup, Pham and Wong, although Wong hits the big double and all of a sudden he gets driven in. Goldschmidt and Azuna are certainly beastly. The Braves' middle of the lineup has got to do something a little bit more. I can't rely on top. I can't rely on Dansby Swanson hitting A's, and I do think he'll get moved up to win this game. You know, unless you see a classic one more time pitching matchup 3-2 game, and boy, it's hard to get those. They've already had really one and a half of those in the series in four games. It's been the only series where the winning – the game-winning or tying run has been at the plate every game in the last at-bat. That's so not baseball anymore because somebody usually finds an 8-2 win in one of these series that hasn't happened yet. I'm rooting Mike Hell that Mike Fulton which has one more. You know, Flaherty, if it's a three-run game for him and that's all you get off him, you're really going to tax a bullpen as well as Fulton Avich in this one tomorrow. So, you know, tell me what happened. Go back to uh, the game when Swanson – and, uh, you know, the ninth-inning rally that they mm-hmm. pulled off with two outs to win the game, yeah. and because and he did get involved. And if they could get yeah. that guy going, you know, more than just two guys, get four guys going uh, and making Duvall, anyone else that could chip in and do something, get, I, their chances go up. Yeah, look, they hit a bunch of home runs. Not as many as the Twins, not as many as the Yankees, but certainly more than we've seen around here in a long time. It's Donaldson is the guy to me that could, with one swing, turn the whole thing. He's the three-run home run guy more than Marquez, even more than Freddie right now, more than McCann and anybody else, Tyler Flowers behind the plate. One hitting, eight hitting is not a great recipe to win to win a series. And the crazy part about it is St. Louis has the, they've been the best defensive team in baseball and nobody's even been close this year. They tried to give away game one and game four. They were awful, awful in this last game. And those are the two games you lost. You lost one and four, when they gave you extra outs, Yanni and Molina had a pass ball. Yanni and Molina and Carpenter let a ball drop. Carpenter actually gets eaten up by a ground ball. Ozuna's off in the outfield. Dexter Fowler makes a bad play, turns into a triple for Ronald Acuna. They had loaded bases, six and seventh inning, didn't score a run. Ronald Acuna let off with a triple one inning, let off with a double another inning, and didn't score. And for me, the biggest problem has been Max Reed is not going to get a start in this whole thing. And uh, he came out of the bullpen in game one. I didn't think they let him go long enough. Then he comes out of the bullpen in three or four games, which means he really couldn't start tomorrow. It was going to be falling out of his game. And then Josh Tomlin in the last game had an opportunity. He gets four outs on ten pitches, and they pull him out in the middle of an inning. He goes an inning and a third, and it's one of those where you go, I'm not really sure why any of this is happening. And a bunch of it has backfired on him. And, and look, Julio Tehran is the guy who's on the mound when they lose game four. But I'm not going to blame him. The guy hadn't pitched in 11 days. It was a mismatch at that point. So here we stand. You know, it was probably because of how goofy this whole series has been. It's going to come down to a game five. Braves are really good close and late. I just hope you have enough arms left to get through this thing one more time. What worries you most about, uh, besides Flaherty, the Cardinals? Uh, Ozuna woke up. He was terrible in September. You know, you, you ask people about him, and he's sort of got a little bit of dog in him. You know, if he gets down, he, he sort of acts like he's down. He plays like he's down. He got a double in game one right down the line, and he's standing on second base all hyped up, and I looked at the people I was with, and I just said, that's not a good sign. This, this guy might have woken up, and then he hits two bombs uh, in game four, and I think that's the way. I'll give him, I'll give him this. They had a chance at a double play 
in the tenth inning when they lost, but it's him who actually beats it out by half a step. Man on third, uh, one more opportunity, and Yadier Molina comes up big. Yadier Molina is three for sixteen in this series, and he feels like he's about twelve for ten. It's it's it, he's done nothing all series except help help them win game four, and it just feels like he's a monster. Uh, it's Ozuna probably more than anybody else. I'm I'm most concerned with. He's hitting 471 in uh, the postseason in this series yeah. so far. It's crazy. So tell me, uh, what is the disaster that's happening with the Falcons? Yeah. It's so so. Think about probably the most disappointing an NFL team has been in recent history. Not because I thought they were going to be good. This is one of those where you go. Nobody said they were great. Uh, but they got outscored 65-10 to 10 in the first half of the first four games. And then they flipped the script in the last game and got beat up in the second half. So here's all you need to know. Marcus Mariota had a three-half, uh, three-touchdown first half against them. Three touchdowns in the first half. Hadn't done that in three and a half years. The next week they scored ten points. Uh, seven points. I'm lying about that. They scored seven points the following week. The Houston Texans, who put up 53 against this team, scored ten against Carolina the week before. Will Fuller looked all world. Somebody, somebody is making money. Like somebody's agent every week is going. God, I hope we play the Falcons because there is money to be made in this one. Uh, Deshaun Watson had the singular statistically five touchdowns, four hundred yards, perfect quarterback rating, no interceptions. He had a one fifty eight three in that game, and nobody's ever done that in the history of the NFL. He had a game statistically that nobody has ever had in the history of this league against the Atlanta Falcons. It, it's as big a disaster as it reads at 1-4, and, and they've earned every bit of a 1-4. and four. That's crazy. Uh, Chris Domino from the Fan in Atlanta. How good do you think uh, Trey Young uh, is getting, uh, uh, you know, season to season here, watching the Hawks? I mean, he's pretty exciting. Yeah, you know, they're, they're going to be a cocky upstart team. I don't know how many games they're going to win. Um, I think they're too young. They're going to be the youngest team in the league, with Vince Carter, by the way, on the roster. Trey Young's and. John Collins and Trey Young have an opportunity, and, and I'm going to say this, and boy, I'm, I'm nervous because we don't usually get this kind of luck in this town. In two years, I think these are going to be the two guys that other guys want to play with. You know, I, I think in the NBA you have to have two really good players. You hope one of them could pick up a phone and get another guy in here. I don't think they're going to be a postseason team next year. It might be close because they play in the East. But the following year, I think these two guys, plus maybe Reddish and plus maybe what else they've done in the draft with Herder and a couple of other guys, I do think they're going to be able to get the free agent that they want. They're going to have money. They're going to have a ton of money. As a matter of fact, they have two max contracts available right now. They've got $80 million. Now, I don't know if they're going to get anybody yet, uh, but I think Collins and Young are going to be the two youngest tandem guys in the NBA that people say they want to play with. I can tell you, if you're a guy who fills a wing, if you're a guy who actually can run the floor, these two guys will give you an opportunity to look like a superstar. And, and somebody's going to make money off of them, but I think they're going to need the veteran to come in in two seasons to make them a real contender. Yeah, I think Hunter's a, a killer defender in college. He was the best yeah. in the country. I think it's going to translate into the NBA, and I think Cam Reddish is going to end up being a badass too. That's going to be an exciting team. I wish I was there to see it every night because uh, – I used to go to 41 Hawk games a year. I used to love going even when they sucked, if you remember. But, uh, Chris, great stuff. Thanks for uh, coming on the bench tonight. Good luck tomorrow in Game 5 in Hot Town. It was good seeing you in L.A. Yeah, good to see you, Scott. Listen, appreciate it. Tell Mike I said hello. All right, my man. Uh, your boy, uh, Chris Domino from The Fan in Atlanta, joining us tonight. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.